Hey, welcome back to the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO. And I'm your host, Doug Lear. The last shot, the last shot for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Uh, we still have a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. We're going to get you a podcast extra with podcast extra for you each and every weekend. Before we do that, let's get you a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. You read her work in Dakota Country Magazine. She is an award-winning outdoors communicator, and she connects with uh, the people and the places, the bait shops, the gas stations, the motels, the resorts, the guides, to give us a better idea of where people are going, what they're doing, what they're finding outdoors. Well, Pat, what's cooking outdoors this week? Thanks, Doug. As we check elsewhere around North Dakota and people are out and about on Memorial Day weekend, Devil's Lake anglers are enjoying better success in areas where they can locate warm, shallow water, move around, check water temperatures, and try some of the back bays for walleye. Don't forget to still check out any of the bridges, though. Water levels are leveling out on Lake Ashtabula, and it's back to its normal elevation for this time of year. In addition, docks are now in place, so it's easier to access the lake. Success is still on the slow side, though, but look for increasing success as anglers head out in greater numbers. Spiritwood Lake is also starting to produce some success. Farther west, the Missouri River muddied up around the Bismarck-Mandan area with inflows from smaller tributaries feeding into the river after earlier rains. Shouldn't take too long for it to clear, though. The water is clear in the tail race, but it remains quiet for angler numbers. Try fishing from boats at night using three-way swivels or off the rocks using crankbaits for walleye. Look for some ling and an occasional trout during the day from boats. Shore success remains slow, however. Lake Sakakawi is generally slow with an occasional walleye at best, but at least more anglers are testing its early spring waters. Anglers are finding better walleye success north of Newtown, farther west in Sakakawiya. Try a variety of presentations in a variety of depths. That also means anglers could anticipate improving success in the Van Hook Arm soon, because once the walleye bite turns on around Newtown, it tends to move east. Try along the face of the dam for salmon for something different. Lake Audubon is improving, finally, for a mix of walleye, pike, and smallmouth bass, with its warmer water temperatures compared to the east end of Lake Skakwea. Please have a safe Memorial Day holiday. Get out and enjoy the North Dakota outdoors. But don't forget to get that deer gun and muzzleloader application in by June 8th. Appreciate that report. That is Pat Stockdale, and she is an award-winning outdoors communicator. Again, read her work in Dakota Country Magazine and various other publications across the Midwest. Right now, it's time to get you that podcast extra from Here is a Podcast Extra. Chief Bill, I appreciate you taking time today. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate you taking time uh, to, to come on and just answer a couple of basic questions that I have for you. Uh, no, yeah, yeah I, we've been following along over the last year in particular about you know the spread of disease out here on the eastern side of the state. We've always heard of chronic wasting of disease. What are the signs? Well, you know, this last year we heard more about EHD and the outbreaks that were in spots across the region that hadn't necessarily been known for it before. And at the time, I was worried. Boy, that might impact uh, next year's hunt, and it looks like that's going to be the case. Explain a little bit to us if you can, Bill. Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, so last year we did have 
a pretty big outbreak of EHD. And, and we did have it the, the year prior as well in the southwest part of the state, but that wasn't uncommon. Uh, we typically have EHD outbreaks there every you know six, seven years when you go into a dry spell. Um, those midges or you know, steums uh, tend to do really well, and that's the what transfers that disease from, from animal to animal. Um, of course, with those drought conditions we had last year, and it persisted uh, into the fall, and we did, had a really late frost, uh, end up being a pretty significant issue this last year, and it really affected that area along the Missouri River system. And so 3C, 3B2, um, 3B3, those areas, you know, along that Missouri River system really were affected. And then, like, to the eastern part of the state, like you said, on the northeast corner, we did hear a few reports up there as well. And so these are areas we've never had issues with EHD before. And in some portions of the of the state, you know, most notably along the Missouri River, there was pretty significant die-off, enough to where we had to make some significant cuts uh, for this next year for a deer license allocation. Well, let's talk about that. When you talk about significant cuts, uh, it looks like about, you know, 8,000 or so licenses, uh, some of the pre- preliminary numbers uh, that I've been seeing out there. And yep, I, I yep. guess my, mm-hmm. my question is, is it, is it, uh, Primarily in those units, you just uh, rattled off a couple of them there. Uh, mm-hmm. Is this is this focus? I guess the number of uh, licenses that are going to be reduced is it focused to certain areas? Is the question? You know, it it is uh, the southwest portion of the state, and it's white-tailed deer mostly. Our mule deer are doing well, and they just aren't affected uh, from EHD like our white-tailed deer are. Occasionally, you could have one die, but predominantly, it's the white-tailed deer that we're talking about, and that's really where we had to make the cuts. And um, along Bismarck, right, Bismarck to South Dakota, uh, on both sides of the river, that unit's 3C, and that unit, we actually are not going to have a white-tailed deer gun season. We'll offer a few any deer tags, so you still could potentially shoot a white-tailed deer or mule deer, but that's a big cut. Just that unit alone is, you know, the year prior, we gave out 1,150 uh, buck tags and 1,050 doe tags. So you're talking over 2,000 less tags just in that one unit alone. And then the next unit to the north, which would be kind of the south side of Lake Sakakawea down through Bismarck, that unit we're cutting the white tilled deer tags by 90%. So right in those couple of units right there is a big uh, portion of our cuts. Uh, Bill, I'm, I'm curious because. Uh... You know, a lot goes into this from North Dakota Game and Fish to determine the license. I mean, we're talking about aerial surveys, landowner feedback, mm-hmm. hunter surveys. I know I was getting uh, the, the email request to send some feedback and other observations. I'm curious, those hunter surveys, uh, was there a common theme out there of saying, hey, I'm, I'm not seeing as much or, hey, we stumbled across a number of deceased deer already. Can you give us just kind of a glimmer of what you saw in those hunter surveys? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's a great question, and and so um, just for something for folks to be aware of is on our website, we on our main part of our website, there's a quick link that you can click on if you ever find um, you know dead deer or any critters that you think would be good for the department to be aware of, and so that's where a lot of uh, these reports that we received about dead deer, um, you know, and certain die-offs. Um, we received that information to that. So then we were able to to have that information along, like you said, with from hunters and, and and people are out there and they're like, man, I just don't see many deer anymore. And, and then we have a lot of that feedback. And then really what it came down to is um, people really want us to be on the conservative side. And, and we did as well uh, because the numbers are down so far. And, and it's to that point where we need to let you know that herd rebound a little bit. 
Well, it's, it pretty much just answered, uh, I think, what my last question was is, you know, sitting at a, a small town bar talking to your auntie, you got your orange on, you have people, you know, on all sides of this, but if they didn't get their tag, then they think game efficient doing a good enough job. But if they got their tag and they're out there and they don't see anything, then like, well, geez, there just aren't as many deer out there. Uh, so I, I'm curious, are people understanding? I, I mean, I know of those that, well, geez, I haven't, yeah. I haven't pulled, uh, you know, I haven't gotten drawn in 10 years. Well, I get why you're frustrated, but that's not the, yeah. that's not the norm. And it depends on what unit general question. Are people understanding when you have to cut back 8,000 tags? You know, I, I really do think people understand when we're talking about EHD and the significant die-off that we had in the Southwest and along this Missouri River system. When people are out there, it's very obvious, the the reduction in deer numbers. What I don't think people fully understand is like the eastern part of the state, yeah, we're able to maintain a stable number of tags out there that we've had from the you know previous years, but it's way below what we had historically when we had a lot of CRP and more habitat landscape. And so I think we're kind of settling into that new norm on the Eastern part of the state. And it's probably less than what people want. And really it's going to take an increase in, in wildlife habitat out there. If, if we want to have more deer into the future. Well, yeah. And that's a whole topic of conversation that uh, gets (laughs) people's emotions up a little bit as well. You know, when it comes to some of those programs that could help with some of that environment and some of the, uh, uh, you know, just habitat out there. Uh, Bill, I appreciate mm-hmm. your time. Is there anything else? I know we got a deadline coming up. Remind people that yeah. want to put an application and what they need to do. Yeah, so our deadline is June 8th. Um, just go on our website and, and apply. Uh, should have all the information there. If you're interested in draw statistics from previous years, that information is on there too. Of course, take into consideration some of these units have reduced tag numbers, so those percentages may be different this coming year but yeah that should be it just make sure you apply and and then have a falls a little ways away but it's it starts plant the planning starts now yeah let's uh, let's have a good warm summer first hopefully it dries out a little bit yeah. out here but I, I look forward to it i'm going to get my application in i'll be reminding people probably every other day here on kfgo <laughs> bill i appreciate your time as always we'll chat again soon all right yeah, absolutely thanks for having me yeah you take care bill haas he's with north dakota game and fish I, i'm not surprised I'm not surprised about the area. Uh, you know, if it were to be to where it's across the board, I could see the outrage. But out in western North Dakota, you've heard it from landowners. You've heard it from hunters out there that you just don't see them. Now, if you're in the Cooperstown area, if you're taking Highway 1 between Valley City and, say, Lakota and that general area, you'd be questioning it because you see deer all over. But that's just not the norm this day and age. And I recall at the uh, parts of last year hearing from – you listeners up uh, along the northern Red River Valley here saying, yeah, we found like 20 dead deer just randomly out in our field. So, Well, it is going to wrap things up for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Appreciate the podcast extra being made available. Ben, the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO and FM 104.7. Till next time, I'm Doug Lear reminding you, as always, keep your lines tight and your powder dry. Have a great one out there.